Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 36. And in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, being in a relationship when you were weighing 500 pounds. Yeah, so I know I get a lot of questions about this since Kevin and I have been together for, gosh, how many years has it been? Mm, 13. 13 years. So he was with me throughout my whole journey. We were together when I was 500 pounds. And I am so blessed and fortunate that I found him, someone like Kevin, who loved me and supported me even when I was at my lowest moment, even when I was at 500 pounds. And I get a lot of questions about how our relationship was or how kind of our relationship was affected by my weight loss journey or me being 500 pounds and how it kind of ultimately led me to learn how to love myself. So let's talk a little bit about the the when we first started dating, the beginning of our relationship um, and kind of where you were at that point. Right. So when we started dating, I was in the phase of my life where I was going on this diet, that diet, that diet, this diet and trying everything because I was in like that yo-yo stage of lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, which I had been pretty much all my life. And I talked about this a lot before, but literally ever since I was little, I've been on some sort of diet. Like the doctor tried to put me with some nutritionist on some form of a diet since I was little, which could be a whole other episode in itself. But I was still in this state of trying different diets to try to lose weight when we first started going together, going together, dating. Um, And I was already kind of at an unhealthy place with myself and with food and with my body. And this was like years before I even knew I had an eating disorder. It wasn't even something I thought about at this moment. It was just I felt like, okay, I'm overweight. I need to lose weight. Like that was the just of it where I always thought it was. And I felt right away, like Kevin and I had something special, like the way he just loved me and cared for me and took care of me and was there for me. And I feel like right away, we just had this like connection, which was weird, because to have someone who I felt loved me so much when I couldn't even love myself or didn't know how to love myself was a strange thing for me. And I think I kind of at this point was actually happy in my life. And I didn't really continue trying to go on different diets because I finally felt, okay, well, this is just me. This is my body. This is who I am. He loves me for this. And I hate saying this. This is not the right word, but I don't know the right word. It's not like I let myself go because that's awful. I hate when people say that. But it was kind of like I've been dieting for so long. Here I was in a relationship with this amazing person. And I was tired of constantly fighting that battle of food. And I just wanted to live a normal life, date Kevin, go on amazing adventures, do amazing things together, and not constantly worrying about what I'm eating, what I'm not eating. And from there, I continued on this, I would lose weight, gain weight, 
but didn't really want to be on like a strict diet when we were together because I was still ashamed and I felt so self-conscious of my body. And when you're in a new relationship, it's not like I want to be like, okay, well, sorry, I can't go out to dinner with you tonight because I'm on a diet. And I didn't really know how to balance that relationship, weight loss, self-care balance between the two. Like I didn't know how to do it. And I felt like it kind of overwhelmed me. And so I just kept turning to food more and more. So when I felt overwhelmed or finding myself gaining weight again, it just made me turn to food more and more and more. But then I didn't want to tell Kevin, hey, I'm going to go back on X diet or I'm going to try to lose X amount of weight because I was a little bit ashamed and didn't want to bring up my weight at all. And I didn't really want to let him know hey, my weight is causing me to have these issues. I don't like the way I look. I'm self-conscious. And I I didn't want that to become a focus of the relationship because my fear was he'd be like, this girl's crazy. She has so many issues. It's not worth it. And so I was still struggling with my weight, still struggling with food and with my body. But I wanted so desperately to have that normal relationship. And so I put myself... And my eating and all of that on the back burner because I didn't, A, I didn't know how to take care of myself or what to do. But B, I was so tired of constantly dieting. So two of those things kind of stressed me out a lot when we first started dating. And I just kept turning to food more and more and more and more. And at that point, that's when you kind of like you said, put yourself on the back burner and and then what? Because I think when we're, and I'll speak for myself, when I'm in this relationship, it's scary to think, well, is this person going to leave me? Is this person, if I'm having all these struggles with food, is it going to be worth it for them to stay? Are they going to want to still stick around if I can't even go out to dinner without stressing about food. Are they going to stay with me if I continue to gain weight? And all of those unknowns were very scary to me, but I didn't know. Like I said, I only knew about going on diets and then I would gain weight, go back on another diet and then gain weight. I didn't fully know how to love and respect and take care of myself without being on a diet. So to jump into a relationship and one that actually meant so much to me, it was like that hard balance. I was just trying to find that balance of how do I live my life at the same time as being aware and conscious of what you're doing food and diet wise. Right. So subconsciously, it was a huge struggle that I never let anyone know how much I was struggling. But I knew people were realizing it because I was gaining weight. And while we dated, that's when I was on that path to becoming 500 pounds. Um, And not only mentally was I struggling, but physically I began to start to see that it was affecting our relationship. And that terrified me because more of those self-doubt, self-talk, negative feelings of, oh my gosh, is he going to stay with me were happening because he... You could speak for yourself, too, but he's a big sports fan. Like, he loves sports. He loves going to sporting events. And my weight started preventing us from being able to do that. And I couldn't go to the stadium. I couldn't go to the games. I couldn't sit in the seats. And I remember leading up to that, 
if we were to go to a game, he would have to drop me off. We would have to try to get end seats so I can sit at the end so I didn't have to sit next to each other or sit next to other people. And there was a lot already that was kind of hard. And then it turned into a, well, we're not just going to go anymore because now I'm even bigger than that and there's no way I'm going to be able to do it. And then going out to eat, having to ask for a table because I couldn't fit in a booth. And then it turned into, well, I'm not going out to eat. I'm just eating at home. We couldn't travel anymore. We couldn't go on adventures. We couldn't do all the things that we love doing when we started our relationship. And that was killing me inside because now not only am I living this life that I'm unhappy with and unhappy with myself, it's not just affecting me. It's starting to affect Kevin and it's starting to affect our relationship And I started doubting myself more, wondering, why does he love me? Why is he with me? Why isn't he leaving me? Why is all of these things happening? And it made me so much more angry at myself for getting to this place. And again, not knowing how to get the help, I kept turning to food. And that, I think, was something that I feel like I'm, it's hard to kind of like, go back and talk about these things. But at the same time, it all of this kind of helped me down the road because it actually all of these events, as hard as they are, taught me to love myself because in the end, Kevin never left. He never went anywhere. He never said, wow, your weight's getting out of hand. You should get that under control. Or, oh my gosh, I find you so unattractive. I'm going to go with other girls because I don't find you attractive. It was... He just kept loving me more and more and more. And I think over time, it kind of helped me be able to love myself. Because if you have someone who unconditionally loves you, no matter what your size, your shape, your body, your weight, and finds you beautiful and worthy and capable and strong and amazing, no matter what, that helped me be able to look inward And find that strength inside to be able to love me no matter what my size, my weight, my shape, any of that as well. And his like unconditional love for me helped me to be able to eventually find that unconditional love in myself. Right. And I think, too, one of the questions that people ask me the most when it comes to our relationship is how can... How could I stay with you and support you through all of those things? And I think my response is to that every time is if I were in that same position, what would I want someone to do for me? Or how would I want to be treated in that situation? And so I think that's just how, how like how could you, when someone's down, kind of kick them when they're already down kind of thing is the way I kind of look at it. It's like, no, my, like if I was roles were reversed and I was in that same position you were, I would want you to be there for me and treat treat me and lift me up and and kind of bring me along. So I think that that's the biggest thing that I can and can share. I guess is just I think it's about being a good person and doing and treating people the way you would want to be treated. Right, and it's not when you love somebody, you don't see their size or how much they weigh. Or and I think Kevin is a great example of that, where he loved me for me. And he touched on that and he saw I was struggling. And just because someone's struggling doesn't mean they're not deserving of our love anymore. It just means we have to love them a little harder so they can continue to keep going with their life to make the best decisions that they can for their own life. 
And I think that's what I'm so fortunate every day that he never stopped loving me no matter how much I was struggling, how much I struggled to love myself, no matter how much I hated myself, my body, my reflection, how much I killed myself to think we can't even go to a baseball game and how angry I was at myself. And he said it was fine. And just that constant like, I'm here for you. And it was never, you need to lose weight. You need to lose weight so we can go to a game. You need to lose weight so we can travel again. You're so, what I can't even think of word, annoying because you can't even take care of yourself and now you've gained all this weight. He never once made me feel bad about myself. It was just, I'm here to support you. I'm here to love you. What do you need me to do to help you? And that constant, unconditional love Hearing that all the time and him showing me and him taking care of me and him being there for me and showing me he's not going anywhere. He's there to love me and support me and encourage me no matter what I'm doing in life gave me that confidence to want that for myself. Because I know a lot of the times people say it's my body, it's my life, it's my way and it doesn't affect anyone else. But reality is my weight was affecting him. It was affecting the ones I love. It was affecting our life. It wasn't just me. And I feel like weight loss is not something or weight, your weight is not just something that affects you as a person and it's your body, your rules. Yes, to a certain extent, I 100% agree with that. No one has the right to comment or make opinions or statements about our body. But at the same time, when I was 500 pounds, And I would stop breathing in my sleep and Kevin would have to wake me up constantly because he was afraid I would stop breathing when I couldn't even walk across the street without feeling like I was going to pass out with my mom and dad always calling to make sure I was okay. That's not just my body, my rules that my decisions were affecting everyone. It was affecting everyone around me. And I think it would be selfish for me to sit here and say, well, this is my life and I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to keep eating and gaining weight and no one has the right to worry about me or talk to me about it or be worried or concerned. Because, yes, I had several conversations with my family and, you know, with Kevin about what was happening with my weight. It wasn't like it was just never talked about, pushed under the rug and they just watched me wasn't even the word keep eating and gaining weight but it was something where i knew i had to do it when i was ready it wasn't something that okay well now kevin told me i should lose weight okay now i should lose weight or oh my mom's concerned about my weight okay i'm gonna lose weight for her i'm gonna lose weight to make so and so happy i'm gonna lose weight so some so and so likes me more When we want to make big changes like this in our life, especially for me when I had over 300 pounds to lose, I had to do it because I was ready and I had to do it for me. So no matter how much Kevin or my parents tried to support me or encourage me to start getting help or making some changes, none of that mattered if I didn't do it for myself, if I didn't want it. And that's where I think was so powerful that Kevin loved me enough to make me feel like I wanted better for myself, to make me feel like I deserved a life that was better than this, that my weight did not hold me back from doing the things that I wanted to do. I did not want to live a life like this where my weight stopped us from doing the things that we love doing. And it wasn't because Kevin told me that. It wasn't because he told me you have to lose weight or I'm going to leave you. It wasn't he told me I'm disgusting or ugly or anything like that. It was he loved me so much 
that I wanted better for myself so I could be better in our relationship and in our life and so we can together live our best life possible. And I remember we got back from that trip in Disneyland where I had my moment where I cried in the bathroom after getting stuck in the turnstile. I had that moment. We came home and I remember we were sleeping and I kind of just woke up, rolled over, shook Kevin and was like, I'm ready. And he's like, for what? What are you what are you ready for? What are you doing? And I was like, I'm ready to start losing weight. I'm ready. And he's like, okay. And I remember him saying, whatever you need, I'm here to support you. And I walked into Jenny Craig is where I started my journey with Kevin right by my side. I signed up and I said, I'm ready. Let's do this. I'm ready to do it. He even signed up with me to be that support. And from that moment forward, it's just I kept moving forward. And I think his unconditional love gave me that strength. It gave me that push, that courage to say, you know what? There's no more yo-yo dieting. There's no more treating myself with disrespect, with not loving myself. It's time for me to take my life seriously and do what's best for me. I wanted to be with him and live a great life. I wanted to start a family. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted all of these things for myself. And I think that's the biggest thing that... I want you guys to understand is when we decide we want to make these changes, it cannot be for anyone else. It has to be for ourselves. So yes, it did affect Kevin. But at the end of the day, I had to do it because I wanted it for myself and because I was ready to do it. And the thing to also say, because I got this comment a lot is if these people really loved you, if Kevin really loved you, if your parents really loved you, they wouldn't have allowed you to get to 500 pounds. And that's absolutely untrue because no one was forcing food down my throat. No one was forcing me to eat in the middle of the night when everyone else was asleep. No one was forcing me to have this struggle with food and not helping and encouraged me and bought me food and shoved it down my throat. That was not happening. Just like it was my choice to begin my weight loss journey and to lose weight, It was my choice and my actions to be able to get me to where I was at 500 pounds. It was not Kevin's fault for stopping me. It's not my parents' fault because they didn't love me enough to help me to make these changes. That's absolutely not the case. And I take 100% full accountability for my actions that got me to 500 pounds because it was my choices and my decisions. And I take 100% full responsibility for losing 350 pounds because I wanted it and because I was ready. And I think that is a powerful thing that we need to remember is we, we are not a magician that's forcing food down people's throats or forcing them to lose weight because we don't love them. And that's not the case for everyone. I don't know. Well, I think the key right there is, is that your choices are the reason that you got to where you were, but your choices and your mindset and changing those things are also the reason that you were able to make those changes and have the results and get the results that you wanted and have the weight loss success. Your choices, again, and decisions are what got you to weighing over 500 pounds. And by you making the conscious choice to say, okay, I'm going to change because I'm ready and I want to change and I want to do it for me, allowed those choices that you made to actually stick and those changes that you were making were actually maintainable because 
you wanted to change for yourself, not because, oh, he wants me to, or, oh, mm-hmm. my mom wants me to, or, oh, whatever reason, you were doing it because you were ready for it. And those, when you do make changes and you're making it for yourself, it's so much easier to stick with those changes because otherwise like you can, you lose that drive and that passion to want to continue onward when it's for someone else. Well, what happens if we were dating and Kevin told me, I want you to lose weight or I'm leaving you. So I lost weight. And then what if he ended up leaving anyways, then where's that motivation? Where's that you're doing it for someone else and you're putting your worth in someone else when things could change, that person could move on, they could whatever. And then what, then what would you do? And that's why it's so damaging to put, I want to fit into this dress. That's why I want to lose weight. I want this person to like me. That's why I'm going to lose weight. I want them to not leave me. That's why I want to lose weight. Because there's so many factors in life that are out of our control and we can't control what others do. So like Kevin said, to try to lose weight because of this person or this one said or this one, whatever, if you're not doing it for you, it's not going to stick because it's not what you're choosing to do for yourself. You're doing it to try to please or to do it for someone else. And I think that's the wrong reason to go about this. And a reason I think why so many of us struggle with that yo-yo dieting is because we put like these conditions or it gets too hard or this person leaves or this person, we find all these excuses instead of just focusing on this is what's best for me and I'm going to do it, whether it's hard, whether I mess up, whether it's challenging, whether it's whatever, because it's best for me and to keep working at that every single day. Well, I think that's the key right there. Like you just said, I'm doing it for me and I'm going to continue working on me every single day. And when you're challenging yourself against yourself, there's only one place you can go and that's with growth. Right. And another important thing to know is no matter what, and I, Kevin might be able to speak on this a little bit more, but no matter what, you cannot force someone to change. You cannot force someone to lose weight. You cannot force them to say, you know what? I'm worried about you. You need to lose weight. Right. And I think that's definitely, absolutely, I 100% agree with that and couldn't agree more. Um, I think, it, again, it, the key to making changes and seeing progress is is within yourself. I mean, again, someone on the outside pushing that on you, that's it, no different than, say, an alcoholic or a drug addict. Mm-hmm. You can want sobriety for that person till the end, but unless they, until they want it for themselves, there's nothing you're going to do to stop that from happening. And as hard as it is, and it was for me, I think it's so important if you are genuinely worried about someone's weight. And this is part of the reason I wanted to bring up this episode too, is because not only do I get messages of how you're in a relationship when you're overweight, but how can you love someone or encourage someone who you are worried about? whether it's a partner or not, who is struggling with their weight and you're concerned. And I think the best advice that I can give for that, whether, like I said, it's relationship or not, is you have to be honest and open and communicate with them your feelings, how you're feeling, how it's making you feel, what you're concerned about in a way where it's not shaming or putting others down or giving them ultimatums or telling them, Making them feel attacked. Right, exactly. There's a way of going about it because if that person feels attacked, and I'll speak from personal experience, when anyone would bring up my weight, I was very hypersensitive to it. And I just thought, well, they're being mean, they're being rude to me, they're whatever, because it was such a sensitive topic to me. But the ones who came to me and actually brought it up in a way of them being concerned and saying, what can I do to support you? 
what can I do to help you? Because I love you and I care about you and I want what's best for you. How can I help you? Meant so much more than, oh, are you really going to eat that? You shouldn't eat that. Oh, I'm really concerned. Maybe you should eat vegetables instead. We're getting pizza, but maybe you shouldn't eat it. There's a different way of going about it that's not making them feel more ashamed, more attacked, more self-conscious, and more angry at themselves. And I think having those conversations is so important no matter how hard they are, even if that person might take it the wrong way, as long as it's coming from love and a place of you wanting to help support that person, not trying to shame them because you think they'll look better, they'll be more beautiful, you're ashamed because they're bigger, they're whatever those not loving reasons are. Right, I think too, though, but at the same time, it, it, it again, until that person's ready, you can keep, trying to kind of push them towards where you want them to go. But that's not going to change until they decide that they're ready. And it shouldn't turn into a thing where you keep pounding them over the head to change and hoping that that's going to make them change. It's communicating with them how much you love them, how much you support them, how much you're there for them. And hopefully when and if they are ready to make those changes, they know that you're going to be there for them and support them no matter what. I think that's where that power is. But it's not going to come from, because I had, it was years of my, some of my family members having this conversation with me before I made the change. But when I actually began my journey, when I was ready, not when they told me to, but when I was ready, I felt so much more love and support and I felt them cheering me on and loving me no matter what. And it didn't come from that place of, fine, are you happy now that now that I lost weight and you still have that resentment toward them? It came from a place because I was ready and I knew who was actually going to be there to support me and love me while I went on my journey. And I think that's where that key is of talking to them in a way that's going to motivate them or inspire them to want to do it for themselves and letting them know you are going to be there to love them and support them every step of the way. There's a different way to go about it. And I think that's what Kevin said, which is so powerful, is you can't shame someone to lose weight. You can't force them to lose weight. You can't do any of these things because you're worried about them. But like Kevin showed me and with our relationship, when you can show someone unconditional love, that's going to help them learn to love themselves. And for me... The amount of love that Kevin showed me where it didn't matter how much I weighed. It didn't matter that we weren't going to baseball games. It didn't matter that I was 500 pounds. He loved me for me. He loved me when I couldn't love myself, when I didn't think I was lovable. And no matter how many times I tried to push him away to think I'm not good enough. You should be with someone else. I'm not pretty. I'm not whatever because that's what I thought about. He just loved me harder. He just loved me more. And I think that kind of love is so powerful because that kind of kindness and love and support helped me want to be better, helped me to want to be a better me possible. It helped me to want to be strong and healthy so we could have a family together, so we could live until we're 105 together, so we could live our best life possible together. And I knew how much he loved me and it helped me realize now it's time for me to start loving me. And as hard as it was, I had to remind myself, my weight is not just affecting me. It's not my body, my way, my rules, and it doesn't affect anyone else. I had to let some of that go and allow his love to kind of help support me so I could learn how to love myself. 
Right. And I think kind of adding on to a little bit of what you just said there with supporting yourself is, I guess the other way to recommend or to, to bring up helping someone to lose weight, I think knowing what we know now is check in with them like mentally mm-hmm. and see how they're doing mentally, because there's obviously something going on that is causing this person to turn to food. And if you can kind of peel back those layers, and again, you might have success, you might not. Um, and they might not. They might want that mental help to be able to talk to someone. They might not. And again, and that's that's kind of meeting people with where they are. I think, mm-hmm. um, and that's so key. And I think the, the the biggest recommendation I would have to supporting someone who you're concerned or worried about would be to kind of not push them towards talking to a therapist, um, but just being open and having that ability if they want to talk and to to get help. To encourage that. And I know when Kevin and I started dating, I was so ashamed to talk about anything weight loss related. And I was so ashamed of my body. And anytime anyone brought something up, especially when he was around, it made me so angry because I did feel that kind of shame. But I think if, like Kevin said, bring it up in a way where it's like, how was your day? What were your struggles? What are the kind of the things you're going through? How can I help support you through that? That might help that person realize, you know what, I am struggling because I am stressed. And when I'm stressed, I turn to food. And when I turn to food, I overeat. And when I overeat, I feel it's going to kind of open up that can of worms to hopefully helping that person figure out what's actually going on that's making them turn to food without coming at it of a way like, you know what, your weight's really becoming a problem. You should really start losing weight. I think that's a great thing that Kevin brought up is just checking in with them mentally. How was your day? If they say, oh, stressed, why were you stressed? What kind of things helped made you feel stressed? You know, sometimes when you feel stressed, maybe just write it down in a journal. That's what I do. That's what helps me a little bit. And it's not making them feel like you're constantly talking about their weight, but it's helping them be aware of what they're doing and what their actions are and might lead to that point of getting that mental help maybe that they do need. Right. And I think the other part of that, though, too, is, and you've shared this many, many times on social media, is you as yourself, when you're going through a weight loss struggle and you find yourself being extremely overweight, you are 100% absolutely, without a doubt, your own worst critic. <laughs> you know what those people are saying before they say it themselves, before they think it. You're feeling it, living it, seeing it day in and day out, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Like You know that already about yourself. And I think that's why it's so easy to become so upset and so emotional when someone is and be on the defensive when someone's bringing it up. It's because you already know that. And I think that's exactly where I was when someone would come at me and be like, you know what? Your weight's really getting out of control. You're gaining a lot of weight. I want to be like, no shit. Like, obviously, like I'm the one who's living this. I'm in my own body. Obviously, I'm gaining weight. What is you telling me this helping? Like, and it got that defensive. Like it came, became that defensive of thanks for telling me something that I already knew. How was that helpful to me? And I think that's why it's so key, like Kevin said, to bring up things that can help empower them to make the changes that they need. Because for me, throughout probably my whole life, and especially at 500 pounds, there was an eating disorder going on. And there was something where mentally I was not okay. And by someone just coming at me and saying, you need to lose weight, your weight's out of control, was not helpful. And so if you are someone who's in a relationship with someone or a family member and you're listening to this, 
try to remember that coming at someone in a way that's making them feel attacked or making them feel already ashamed about what they're already feeling is going to just put that person more on the defensive. Because I know that's exactly how I was. When someone said, wow, you're really overweight, it's like, thanks for bringing it up. I already knew it. Like, how is that helpful? Thank you, Captain Out, yes. Exactly. And it just made me angry. And one of my triggers for binge eating is anger and that shame and that guilt. So that comment that they were saying to me made me turn to food more. Their comment of them trying to think they're helping by bringing up my weight only made me turn to food even more. And so I think that's why it's such an important thing. And I love that Kevin brought it up to check in mentally how that person's doing. If you're worried about their weight, call them on the phone and ask them how they're doing. If it's a relationship, sit down every night before you make dinner or have dinner Check in with one another. And again, that's not to say that that person's going to be opening up and sharing all of this willingly. Like, no, they might still be closed off and trying to put this front up that everything's okay. And, and that's just the way it is. I mean, again, the more you kind of can maybe coax it out or uh, just continue to have that conversation, maybe it'll go somewhere. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. I and mean, maybe they won't share it with you, but they're thinking about it in themselves of, oh my gosh, maybe this is what I need to do. Whether they're telling you that or not, you're hopefully by having this respectful conversation of genuinely asking how that person's doing, it'll help something in themselves, whether they're sharing it with you or not. And not to force that person, well, you need to tell me about it. You need to talk to me about it. I know you're upset. I know you're eating when I'm not watching. Why are you doing that? Well, I think that's, that goes back to that thing. If you were in that place and someone was treating you that way, how would you respond? Right. Of course, you're going to put the wall up and push that person away and and kind of stonewall yourself in because no one likes to be treated right. like that. And I think that's why, and I'm, I'm not a therapist or a doctor or... Uh, an eating disorder specialist. But a lot of the times when people are so severely overweight, and I'll speak for myself, 500 pounds, it's not just as easy as telling someone you need to lose weight. You need to get your weight under control because there's something bigger going on. And I think that's why trying to help them get to that root of what can I do to help you? What can I do to support you? What's going on in your life? Getting them thinking about these things is so helpful because stating that obvious of you need to lose weight if for me, I'll speak again for myself, knowing I have an eating disorder, that's the least helpful thing in the world. If someone's like, your weight's getting out of control, you should lose weight. It's the least helpful thing that anyone could ever tell me. And a lot of the times it goes back more mentally getting that help than actually just trying to lose weight. Like you have to deal with some of the mental stuff that's happening with that person, with their eating, with their relationship with food before they can actually deal with the weight loss and the physical part. And so being in a relationship, I think it's important to just have those daily conversations of checking in with each other, not just if you're concerned about someone's weight, you're always asking them, you be honest and open and talk about yourself too, even if you're not struggling with food or your weight or your body, share with them your struggles, share with them what you're going through, if you had a bad day, how it made you feel to have a bad day. And hopefully that will help them kind of open up. That's super key is if you want someone to be vulnerable and open up with you, you have to kind of reciprocate that and be that way yourself. And I think that's what's so important. And it's not going to someone and saying, okay, you're overweight, go get mental help because you might have an eating disorder because that's not at all either. But it's, I think, and Kevin did a, does, did, 
does a great job at this is loving me so unconditionally. And at the point I find it the hardest to love myself, he just loves me harder. And I think that's what we have to remember in a relationship is if you love and you care about someone, when they're struggling or they're sitting there putting themselves or their body or their whatever down, and I tell him this all the time, if I'm standing in the mirror or standing on the scale 50 times and struggling with myself, standing there telling me, why are you doing this? Why are you forcing this? You need to stop doing this and just hug me and say, I love you goes a thousand times farther than trying to shame that person for them feeling upset, feeling that way, eating that food, doing that situation and constantly just loving them and supporting them and being there for them. Because eventually all of his love that he kept giving me, I found that in myself to be able to do that for myself. I found my own worth, my own value because of how much he loved me for me. And I was able to love me then for me. And I think that's what's key is not making someone feel like their worth, their value, their whatever is based on their size or their weight or that number on the scale. It's showing them that you love them for them. And that's going to kind of help them to kind of hopefully learn to love themselves or love yourself as well, because our value does not come from our weight. And I was so worried all the time that Kevin was going to leave me because of my weight, because of my size. And knowing that he loved me no matter what just makes me want to keep loving myself no matter what. I think at the end of the day, that's the biggest thing that this whole thing taught me. And yes, I know I'm lucky and I'm blessed and to have Kevin, but you deserve that same love too. You listening to this deserves that same unconditional love too. And if you don't have a partner, you're not with someone You deserve that for yourself, to be that for yourself, to be that person who will love yourself unconditionally. And then it's easier to be like, no matter what, I'm going to keep loving me no matter what. And some days are going to be harder than others, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying. And I think being in this relationship with Kevin and everything I've dealt with and gone through with dieting and weight loss, that's what's, I think, the most powerful thing. And that showed me how powerful love really is not just from a significant other not putting your worth in someone else but knowing someone loves me so much and now it's time for me to love me so much to take care of myself so we can live our best life possible right and i think too i don't know this is like it's weird for me to put this into words so i'm going to try my best that i can but until you can love yourself it's hard to be in a relationship with someone else Mm mm-hmm um, it, and I feel so incredibly blessed that we found each other when we did because I think both of us were kind of in a place where we didn't really know ourselves or love ourselves, either one of us. Mm-hmm. And our relationship has allowed that to kind of grow and turn into self-respect and self-love and all of those things. So I think it, that what you said is exactly 100% true. At the same time, like before you can be in a relationship with someone else, you have to be in a relationship with yourself. Well, I've had this conversation with friends too in the past who just got out of like an abusive relationship and want to jump back in because they feel like they need to be in a relationship because they're going to be alone. And, you know, going back to it, like Kevin said, is if you can't love and respect and take care of yourself, it's very hard to be in a relationship because I feel like where I was in my life with how much I hated myself when we started dating 
it definitely put a strain on the relationship. And if it weren't for like that love that Kevin and I had for each other, I don't think it would have kind of. How do I say it? I think it's like, just like it, it's harder to be in a relationship when you don't have that love and respect for yourself. And I think for us, it was kind of like he said, it. we found that within each other to be able to keep moving forward to be our best self while in a relationship. But I think in order to be in a relationship, we can't lose who we are or devalue who we are or put all our worth into someone else. And then if they end up leaving, then you're left with feeling like you're nothing again. Well, I think that's the, the classic case of you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Like your cup has to be full for you to share with someone else. And if your cup is empty and you feel so poorly about yourself that there's nothing in your cup at all, like... And I felt... Looking back to, I feel guilty, although I knew I was doing my best, because I, as much as Kevin was giving me, I could not give him fully in return because I did not have that inside me to be able to do. And it's not fair for him to be loving my me unconditionally. I loved him unconditionally, but there was always that barrier of, he doesn't think I'm pretty. I'm not pretty enough. He's going to leave me. He's whatever that put that divide up that wasn't fair because I wasn't giving him my best self. I wasn't being my best self for myself, but for him. And I think that I still have some guilt with that because I, like Kevin said, couldn't pour from an empty glass and I felt empty when I was at my lowest and I couldn't give him the love he deserved back. And I think that was one of those biggest keys that helped me kind of have that tweak inside myself to finally make the changes is I was ready to live my best life, to be my best self possible so I could fully love others the way they loved me. And that started inward with, I need to respect myself. I need to take care of myself. I need to do what's best for myself. And a lot of people say, oh, weight loss means you must not love yourself or your body. Absolutely false. I lost weight because I loved myself. I started this journey because I love myself. Every single day, I'm choosing myself to love myself by keep doing what's best for me. And I think that's just what grew our relationship into what it is today, where it's so strong, is because we both learned to love ourselves, take care of ourselves, respect ourselves, while giving that back to the other one. Right. I don't think we could wrap this episode up any better than what you just said right there. And you making all of those changes for yourself because that's what was best for you. Mm -hmm. And when you can make those changes for yourself, because that's what's best for you, that relationship is out there. I I hope that people don't settle for anything less than what you believe in yourself from someone else. Mm -hmm. Because you deserve the world. Like you deserve someone who loves and cares and appreciates you and treats you with respect, no matter what your size, shape, and your body, period. You deserve to love yourself unconditionally and have others love you for who you are unconditionally as well. Absolutely. So with that, I think we'd like to thank each and every one of you who's listened to this episode. Um, and if you could also help us out, if you bring find joy from our episodes and, and you find our information helpful, if you could share our podcast with just one person, that would help us out beyond measure. If you could also take the time to rate, review, and subscribe, whatever it is that you get your podcast, that would also help us out. And one other thing to remember... It's It's never never too late late to fly. fly.